The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah will warn you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here for Rotten of the Core Wednesday here on Sons of Liberty. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com. And SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, you can check out the video portion of the show if you'd like to. If you're a radio listener, you'd like to check out the face that's made for radio and also see the documentation we're going to show you as well as talk about. Go to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, scroll down right there on the right, and you can catch it right there. You can enlarge uh, the screen there to fit your mobile device or your computer or tablet or whatever you've got going on there. You can also watch the live video feed. Excuse me. On my Twitter account at FPP Tim, that's tied to my uh, Periscope account, which is Setting Brush Fires. Facebook page is Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. We also continue to stream over on Setting Brush Fires, uh, which we were using all last week. So we're hitting all of these outlets with the video as well. Also, before it's news.com, our friend Michael Roach gives us a place there every weekday morning at 6 a.m. and Saturdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, and then in 3 p.m. Monday through Saturday, Bradley's on on beforeitsnews.com. So if you go to any of these spots and you don't see either one of us, go to beforeitsnews.com. We'll be on there, okay? Also on dlive.tv, thank you to our friends over there, the Sons of Liberty on dlive.tv. We'd appreciate your support. Even if you're not a member of dlive.tv, go over there. They're starting to, a lot of YouTubers are going over there. Um, You can support us directly on dlive.tv if you want to do that. And a lot of YouTubers are going over there who are being heavily censored, shadow banned, all this kind of stuff. They're utilizing that platform. It's growing. Yes, it's mostly a gamer site, but a lot of uh, shows like ours, a lot of other people who make content are going there as well. Spreely Gab, MeWe Minds, and USA.Life at Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media if you're on any of those social media platforms. If you'd like to call into the show, please keep it to the topic today. 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. We're going to be on the subject here of the U.S. matrix, how government is seeking to turn us into widgets. And here to help me with that is none other than the Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning. We've started off the week rocking the boat, and I guess here we are midweek. We'll finish this up. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, that's right. And for those who missed it, uh, on Monday, Lynn joined me, and we talked a little bit about 
what was going on in the political system to enslave our children and enslave us and indoctrinate the people to make them a communist workforce. This is what we continue to have been stressing for months now, uh, nearly, well, over a year. Uh, We've been stressing these kinds of things. And uh, we even tied it back into some things that were going on in Nazi Germany uh, that Lynn read to us from uh, a book from a gentleman who was in Hitler's youth and wrote the book later in his life. So if you guys missed that, you can go to sonslibertymedia.com and look that up uh, there about Hitler's youth. You can just put that in the search engine, and it'll bring it right up. If you, if you can't get it, get it there, go to Setting Brushfires. But go to, go to sonslibertymedia.com and put that in, and you can find that. Lynn, now you've got this issue here. You come out with a new mm-hmm. article uh, yesterday right. called CAW, mm-hmm. Competent American Widgets. Tell us what's going on here. Okay. As we ended Monday's show, if you'll remember, I said we would pick it up on Wednesday, and I would tie it to some of the most recent moves that have been made by the U.S. Department of Education, and it's precisely what that particular article does, is it absolutely makes the bridge from H.R. 6415, which is the Inspired to Serve Act, which sounds lovely. I mean, who wouldn't want to be inspired to serve other people? I mean, that's even, you know, what God tells us to do, that we're to serve others. But in our twisted, in our twisted government, they are taking what sounds lovely and they are attaching such an agenda to it that it is anything but inspiration to serve because what it is is it's pretty much a straitjacket of uh, indentured servitude is what it is. And so the competent American worker just ties in all the competency-based garbage that we've talked about, the outcome-based education, the uh, career tech education, the science, technology, engineering, and math um, education, all that is nothing but skilled uh, education, indoctrination, so that we can make not only our children little widgets for the, the government, but ourselves as well. Yeah, and we taught we taught we titled this uh, about the Matrix. And uh, for those who who have seen the film, it was a trilogy. I think they're making another one. I, I'm not sure, but anyway, it's kind of a it's this imagery that humanity's been put into servitude. They've been put into slavery, if you will, by machines. It's something along the lines of a Terminator, you know, fast forward kind of thing. They're not out to destroy mankind. They're out to use mankind. And with every film that comes out there is i mean without exception that i can tell there is always a political message that's behind it and some of it is obviously programming we've talked some about that but it puts us in understanding of what they're trying to do and so every time you come on you're bringing us the bills that our representatives are are putting forward they're unconstitutional uh right at the base because the federal government has nothing to do with education. We've not given them authority or anything for any of that stuff. So when, 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 they're, when they're bringing this in, we can see them implementing the things. The government is the machines, if you will. Um, it, it, it's kind of ironic. The, our federal government is our creature, the creature of the states. And in the film, you have these machines that have been made by men. Now they've taken over men. And this is what we see now. This political message is coming through, not just that film, but other ones. And now we're seeing it play out in our lives uh, as they go into virtually every area of our life. We've talked about 
they're determining through, quote unquote, edu- under the guise of education, through a, a number of means of agencies and uh, legislation that they're passing, which is unconstitutional. They're going to determine what sex we're going to have, what sexual orientation we're going to have, where we can live, who we can work for, what kind of job we can have, how we're going to be indoctrinated. I mean, they are just trying to squeeze us into this little jar to use us for their power and their gain. And the latest thing that you've got for us is uh, is, a, is a bill that's come out as well. Tell us a little bit about the bill that, that you've got on, on tap for us this morning. Okay. Um, it's uh, H.R. 6415, as we said, it was the Inspired to Serve Act. And um, it's going to basically, oh, goodness, it actually names public, private, and homeschool choices for education that everyone has to have this new kind of civics. And we should be very, very concerned about that particular thing because, well, look what's going on around us right now. Okay, how many people really understand how the American government is supposed to work? Then you need to look at who is going to be putting um, this particular new civics together. It's not going to be teachers. It's going to be federal employees who work for the Library of Congress or who are supposed to be recognized historians, which, you know, they may do a fair job. Don't think I'm, I'm, you know, throwing off on them. But we don't know. First of all, Mm. they shouldn't be doing it. Okay, this is education. It should be from the educator's standpoint. But how this ties into the um, competent American worker. Betsy DeVos put out two press releases last week, and both of them, if I hadn't already seen the 6415, if I hadn't already known that, you know, she's been making sure that she's setting up every American state to do nothing but combine education and labor, if I didn't know that she'd gone down to Argentina and signed a G20 agreement to make sure that we merged education and labor, then this wouldn't have really surprised me. But because I know all that, because I've been sharing all that over the years, I knew exactly when I saw these two press releases releases that, wow, okay, you've already gotten 31 of the 50 states to sign on to this um, this agenda. You don't have that many more states left to go, and she's sitting there bragging about how far the Department of Education has come. Supposedly, the first one was in the name of COVID relief, but what it is is it's now instead of going to put um, state against state in competition for federal dollar grants, it's going to put student versus student, Tim, for competitive grants so that they can somehow jumpstart the economy, oh, and almost as an afterthought, jumpstart their uh, education again after COVID. That was the first press release. The second one was glorifying, oh, yes, we've had six more states sign up to have this career tech education uh, uh, alignment so that education is not about the birds and the bees and the ABCs and all that. No, it's about how I can train Johnny and Susie to go be a widget in somebody else's business. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And speaking of economy, just to let people know, I promised you that uh, Victor and I uh, were working on a thing about economy. And just so everybody knows, I don't want to get off track, but Victor has uncovered all kinds of stuff that we're going to be presenting. Probably it'll be a two-hour special, so we'll do the radio and we'll either do it in two parts or we'll continue over that day to show you that what you're being told about the economy for the past 
three and a half years, and, and even before that, because we've been told it's been so great and wonderful. We're going to show you all of that as a lie. We're going to show you the numbers. We're going to show you the graphs. But that's coming up. Victor and him had uh, some sicknesses, and also uh, they're in the process of selling their house. They're trying to get out of New York. He says, you are a fool if you want to go in the, live in the state of New York. So <laughs> they're trying to get out. And that ties in with what you're talking about there with the economy. Um, <clears throat> okay, so how are they trying to do this, Lynn? I mean, we've talked about the things they're, they're doing to even adults. We've talked about the Every Student Succeeds Act. And all of this falls, I saw from your article, all of this continues to fall in this Every Student Succeeds Act, continues to come up over and over. And, and this thing isn't a Democrat thing. Um, this, is, uh, this is the machine itself. This is Republican and Democrat supporting these things. As you mentioned, the states that are behind it are not just led by Democrats. Uh, they're led by Republicans, too. And people, you, you really... Uh, I don't even want to say you want to take the red pill or the blue pill. I think there's probably a political message in there, even though I've got the picture up for the red pill. I understand it's saying you want the truth, but there's this psychological thing that says, oh, red, red identifies with Republican. That's not the issue. You want to take the real truth pill? Both of them are working against you because this administration is advancing um, global education uh, agenda, which is... Basically a communist, I mean, that's, it's a communist-style indoctrination, faster than anything that's come before it. Even Barack Hussein Obama wasn't pushing it this fast the way this administration is doing it. Tell us a little bit about that, Lynn. Right. Um, well, you know, how this is all really playing out, not only the Every Student Succeeds Act, but if you look at a 2018 bill that was, again, bipartisan and, again, unconstitutional and, again, was signed by President Trump, this is the platform for why you're seeing all the states aligned to this career tech education state plan um, approval that that Betsy DeVos was bragging about, and that was called the Strengthening Career in Technical Education for the 21st Century Act, and I wrote a bunch of stuff about that particular act, and I've included that in the article, the resources uh, for the listeners and viewers today. So that's exactly how this is uh, continuing on. It's not just the Every Student Succeeds Act, but let's also go back and look at page 17. I mean, we might as well have that, you know, engraved on the uh, on the website because we um, use it so much. But it specifically said all education had to be aligned to the same post-secondary readiness standards as laid out by the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act. Now, that one was originally passed in 2014. It's been updated, too. And some of these bills that are coming in, like the um, 21st Century Act, they go in and they continue to amend both of the Every Student Succeeds Act and the WIOA, as as we call it, because they have to keep this uh, machine going. They have to keep the Common Core machine wheels grinding everybody down because this is supposed to be from cradle to grave. So that's exactly how this is advancing. And let's um, go to the first image if you've not already shown it. I wanted people to see what a widget is. Okay, and then I want and I did enhance the particular photo because I wanted folks to understand exactly how this is being used against them. Okay. So I don't, let me know if you have that. I up. got it. I okay. Got it. All right. So you, you see the definition, definition of a widget is supposed to be about a computer app 
or a computer program. And here we're in here. What I did was I said, okay, well, it's not a, a hard step forward to look at it from the human uh, viewpoint. So you've instead of got uh, instead of getting a computer to do it, you've got a person who's doing it. They're only doing this little thing of what they've been trained to do. So that is basically what the human form of a widget is, which is why I thought it would be really a good illustration for the competent American widget. Okay. All right. So I, I see that we've got this um, with the widget issue. Mm -hmm. And how that's being used, and we've talked about that. You've often made the the phrase "cog in a wheel" kind of thing uh, as yeah. to what they're trying to develop the next generation for. And for some of them, we're seeing that play out even in some of these riots and stuff. They're they're really I don't know how to put this uh, mentally challenged in the fact that they're not thinking through what they're being used for. Bradley had an article out about this guy Chaz mm -hmm. Chop, whatever the thing is, over in Seattle. That you know. He's been groomed for all of this kind of stuff. He's been groomed through the education system. He's been groomed through the political uh, system. He's being funded through uh, anti-Americans. Uh, now we're seeing that some of those people who got in that autonomous zone there in Seattle aren't too happy about being there now. <laughs> um, they're running out of food. People are being shot and killed. Uh, this is the ultimate result of that kind of thinking. And this is what they're pushing us towards. And so they are using us. Currently, they're using certain people like this guy over there in Seattle to advance their agenda. And once they get done with their agenda, they're going to get rid of him, too, just like they're going to do the useful idiots in the media. You guys think that you're getting a hand up on everybody else because, oh, I'm getting my ego stroked. I'm a very popular person, this, that, and the other. And once they're done with you, and if your eyes ever get open, they're going to off you too. They're going to get rid of you too, just like they have in the past. This is not anything new. And so this here that you're talking about here is what they want to do is they want to basically turn us into machines for their own use. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Absolutely. And it's interesting because I know, I think it was what, last week you were trying to come up with an illustration for school toys. And, you know, it's it's a moot point because all education has to be aligned to the same thing. And we've got a lot of people who've woken up to, okay, I get it. I absolutely get it. But we've got so many more, Tim. And we've a lot of politicians, if you look at their platforms, if they're even bringing up education, what are they attaching? Oh, school choice because the parents get to choose. Well, why don't you show the um, image with Lisa's words in them because – she sent that to me, and that is one of the most brilliant illustrations for – now, it's jarring, but it's one of the most brilliant explanations for school choice I have seen to date. Which one is this? Okay, it's the one that's got the head jack in the back. Okay. All right. Okay, you got it? Yeah, I've got it up. All right. All right, look at those words. Look at those words. All right, it says school choice is school nothing. Choice. Yep, go ahead. I'll let you do it. Mm -hmm. Okay, school choice is nothing but the direct attachment of the government to every child. So imagine a plug-in at the base of every child's school. It's not the personal savings of the parent with the parents writing a check to the school where there's nothing between the school and the parent. It's a government design mechanism with the government being a party to the transaction. A government allotment or assignment or designation, like an uh, education savings account, tax credit, vouchers, etc., of the monies for the child's education. 
with the government monies directly to every child instead of the school district as a whole. It's the government directly attached to every single child in America. And as a parent, you have allowed the government a direct and unrestrained port into your child. The parent is subjugated and not allowed to interfere between the government and the child. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. And again, you see the political message that's there, uh, the head jack there, if you will, and there were other things that fed the body and stuff to keep it alive. But this part here was always the thing that they went to even when they were, quote unquote, out of the matrix to, I don't know, um, re-educate, if you will, and train the Neo, the character there in the matrix, in what he was really supposed to be. Uh, and, and this is, this is the problem here is it's all going through the mind. You know, the Bible tells us that we're to, to love God with all our mind. That's one of the things that we're uh, today. We have modern Christianity that wants to go to this mindless thing. They get you singing the same thing over and over to put you basically in a trance. You get goosebumps and you do all this stuff, but are you really worshiping? Because the Bible tells us that we're to worship in spirit and truth, not mindlessness. That's sort of Middle Eastern and uh, you know, uh, what is it, Eastern culture of this mindless Buddhism and things. That's not what we're called to be as Christians. We're called to be sober-minded. We're called to use our minds. And yet in the public school, this was a fascinating thing to me, Lynn. I don't know if you saw the interview I had with Dr. Kaufman last Monday, not this past Monday with you, but the, the one before that. But Dr. Kaufman even talked about in the medical community, when they went to school to be doctors, I asked him, I said, so basically you're telling me that they indoctrinate doctors and nurses, they don't educate them. And he says, yeah, he says, that's probably a good assessment because we have so much information that we have to retain and regurgitate for a test in order to get, you know, the sheepskin for the doctorate that we don't have time for debate. We don't have time for questions. We're just trusting these people are telling us the truth. I mean, this is up in, you know, this, this, this level of higher education where people are cutting on your bodies, people. And yet Dr. Kaufman says a lot of the stuff that they're teaching about how the body works, about viruses, about all kinds of things is absolutely wrong and unproven. Now, if it's happening up in that area, what do you think they're doing on the lower level when you when you send little Johnny over there, um, you know, for kindergarten or preschool? Well, I mean, what are parents thinking sending their kids to the to this to the state to indoctrinate them as preschoolers? What what is going on here? Well, you've got that cradle to grave uh, system going, you know, that's exactly what it is. And let's point out, it's not just if you send Johnny and Susie down to the little indoctrination center, it has infiltrated private schools, home schools, uh, through the programs that are available in your communities. And, you know, you're signing up for them because, oh, it's extracurricular activities and, oh, it'll help, you know, Johnny and Susie to get through schoolwork faster and so they can, you know, do other things. Well, you know, here's where that uh, HR 6415 comes in is because, okay, let's take an example like that. You know, you've gotten all your stuff done for the day and now you have all this time. Well, the government wants you to go in and make sure that you're serving your community, not because you want to, not because it's your idea, but it's it's their idea that you have to do this so that you can be a good and productive citizen. And we've seen this play out throughout history. We're seeing this play out 
in current time in other countries, and it's just absolutely wrong because it's breeding servants. It's not having someone do something out of the the spirit of, of goodness that I want to, you know, go help somebody. It's incentivizing that you want to go do volunteer work because it's going to either pay you with some sort of cash reward or give you some sort of scholarship, or it might even give you, if you're an adult, it might give you something that you could pass down to your children. But it's all from the government. No, exactly right. Eric makes the comment that any school that gets a government check will do what they're told. That's true, Eric, but it's not just if you're getting a check. I mean, there are this is a this is what some people don't understand. Even the homeschoolers are being pressured into this because they fall under the same thing. Now, look, I realize all homeschoolers aren't following that the every student succeeds at. We're just not. We're not following that at all. Um, in fact, this is the whole point of what we're saying, but there is pressure on people to do the very things they're doing, even if they don't get a government check. Why? Because the jackboot thugs are going to show up at your house and they're going to say, well, we need to take your kids because you're abusing them. You know, it's educational abuse. They'll come up with that. Uh, even though they have no authority to be doing that, we never gave them authority for it. But there is an issue to where it comes down that Eric makes a point on, and that is the issue of money. Now, you had um, a thing here from the Department of Education.gov, ed.gov, that's what it is. Uh, this is from... Uh, June the 19th, all right, so just a couple of days yeah. ago, Secretary DeVos mm-hmm. launches new student-centered grant competition. Yep. And you were talking about this a minute mm-hmm. ago. <clears throat> let, let's let people know exactly what this means. It means taking somebody else's money and giving it to these students, if you will, to spur short-term education opportunities, entrepreneurship, and economic growth as America reopens. Now, again, Department of Education, clearly unconstitutional. It's nowhere in our Constitution. Ninth and Tenth Amendment apply here. We didn't give you authority over this, yet you're establishing this. Those of you who are Ronald Reagan supporters and this, that, and the other, this guy knew the Department of Education was unconstitutional. It was put in right before he went into office. And what did he do? Nothing. He left it in place. He was a puppet, too, despite how much you might like him. He was a puppet, too, to advance some of this stuff. His, his uh, agreements with Russia. You think he tore down communism? He didn't tear down communism. Communism came over here to America. I mean, good night. We're living in it now. And so now we've got DeVos pushing this. This is a money-based thing. It all goes back to the love of money. Money is not bad, um, just like anything else. But it's the love of money. And that's the root of all evil. That's what the scripture says. So when we come to this issue, she wants to give away money for education opportunities, entrepreneurship, and economic growth, all of which become enslaved by the federal government. It's not a freedom as our founders envisioned. It is a slavery. Lynn? Absolutely. And if you look at what I've underlined from that first press release, You're going to leverage the expertise of local business leaders and better embrace technological changes. In her grants, these competitive grants for the uh, students, and, you know, let's think about that. 
it's one thing when your states compete against each other for these federal dollars, okay, because you can get into some pretty nasty wars, if you will, between states of, oh, I want that money. No, I want it. But now you're looking at it from a personal level because it's going to have it directly go to the student. So now you're going to have students fighting each other for federal dollars, and we've called it Reimagine Workforce Preparation Grants. And what are these going to do? Provide students with an opportunity, Tim, to develop new skills, not continue the ones they have, not go on their base, their their God-given talents, but no, new skills that they can only get if they go through the education system. So here's another way that homeschoolers are being pulled in, even if you aren't adhering to the Every Student Succeeds Act, because at some point in time they knew your kid was going to go through the higher education system or go through a trade school, and that is precisely what these are doing. Because in the HR 6415, it absolutely takes a public-private partnership between our community college and our career tech trade schools. And it's going to unite them so that there is no way on God's green earth that any person, no matter what age, no matter what educational background, they have to go through this united system so that they can be part of what's known as a ready reserve. And the ready reserve will go and serve mainly our military for national needs. Now, this is why we were bringing this up on Monday, and this is how today this kind of press release with this kind of program is going to help march that little agenda right on down the track. But then you've got another one, the one that comes right behind it. All right, that would be the one where you see the uh, United States in all the shades of blue. This is that second press release, and this was the one where DeVos was bragging about, oh, we have six more states who've signed up to do, uh, you know, to pledge for career tech education. And those six states are Colorado, Florida, Kentucky, New York, South Carolina, and Utah. And they join other states, so now your total is up to 31 of the 50 states. And here's what DeVos says. Thanks to the President's leadership, the new career and technical education law gives local leaders the flexibility to make investments in the highest impact areas of local needs. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and again, let me, let, me, let, me make, let me make a point here. And I don't think I'm picking on Republicans. What I do is I, I realize a lot of people who listen to the Sons of Liberty, who listen to Red State Talk Radio, the reason they're listening is because they're Republicans, a lot of them. Guys, this isn't just about Democrats. You guys are pointing about Democrats with the COVID thing. There are Republicans who implemented all kinds of non-essential, essential Nazi-esque kind of language into shutting down businesses. My state of South Carolina is run by Republicans. It's got a Republican governor. I mean, my goodness. And then you said, now we're joined onto this. I'm sure Lindsey Graham had some things he whispered into government master's ear as well, uh, being the traitor that he is. And now you've got this going on. DeVos went on to say, and I know you got frustrated with the first thing she said. She said, mm-hmm. we know many well-paying in-demand jobs require CTE training, but not necessarily a college degree and, associate, and the associated debt. The coronavirus pandemic, it's a plandemic, it's a scamdemic, it scammed you out of trillions of dollars, people, if you don't get that. It wasn't Democrats that did it. 
It was Democrats and Republicans and a Republican president who did it to you. They scammed you for trillions of dollars, nearly $7 trillion, $8 trillion. They scammed you for in a matter of days, not years, days, they scammed you out of that. The coronavirus pandemic has certainly highlighted the need for all education to be tailored to meet each student's unique needs, more nimble and relevant to 21st century realities. You see my voice changing here. High quality CTE programs are a critical way to help learners of all ages and get our economy back up and running at full speed. Let me tell you something. This isn't about getting the economy running up and and back. It's about deceiving you about what the economy is so that you will vote for these people again and put them back in office. What do you suggest to him? Do you want Hillary back in there? Do you want Biden back in there? That is not what I'm saying. You're not hearing me. Neither one of these guys are good. If you vote for the lesser of two evils, you continue to push evil. That's what you continue to do. Now, I want to ask you if you're a Christian. Where in the Bible does it tell you you're to do that? I'm just going to pitch it to you. Where does it tell you to select evil? No matter the, well, David sinned. Yeah, David sinned, but David repented. And David loved the law of God, and he was not an evil man. There's a big difference here. This is an evil agenda that's being pushed on us and our children. And unless you stand up to it and call it out for what it is and agree with the Constitution, and I'll say even agree with the Bible, on the fact that the federal government, the state government, the local government has no jurisdiction in the family to educate your kids. That's that's our responsibility as parents. If you're not willing to do that, to at least agree with that, then you're a statist. You're going right along with it. You are part of the problem. I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican or independent or libertarian, whatever the case may be. This has to be fleshed out so that people see it for what it is. You're either on the side of building the kingdom of God or you're not. Let's put it that way. You're not a leftist. You're not a, a, a extreme rightist or any of this other stuff. You're one of these two things. That's what you are. You're lawful or you're lawless. Building the kingdom, not building the kingdom, or trying to attack it and tear it down. Lynn? Well, let's also bring up the fact that the U.S. Department of Labor is is very much in this. I mean, career tech education uh, absolutely is uh, – not only the Department of Education, but the Department of Labor. And it's just as unconstitutional. And, you know, here's the argument that you're going to get. Well, you know what? Johnny and Susie do, you know, maybe they don't go to college, but they got to get a job. And blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? I understand that. But it should be the job they want with the company they choose, not some assessment that's given to every person, no matter what school choice, to go, oh, well, you know, you tested great on this, so you're going to go be a paper folder, and you tested great on this, so you're going to go hang light bulbs. And that's all you do for the rest of your life. No, that was never part of God's plan either. But look at this particular um, image with the, the states, if you would. Fiscal year 2019, over 60% of the over $1 billion for career tech education, Tim, didn't go to those people who had already graduated high school. No, it went for middle school and high schools. And if you look at some state plans for their career tech education, which DeVos is oh so joyous over, it goes to as young as six years old. You cannot tell me that that is even ethical, but this is what our state is doing. This is what, our, and when I say state, I mean nation, okay, because, no, we're not a nation when we do 
garbage like this. Well, we're supposed to be a union of sovereign states. I, I you know, sometimes even I'm caught up in it because of the indoctrination I had as a young kid. We're supposed to be a union of sovereign states. And when this stuff comes down from education, what the state should be telling uh, the federal government is, I don't know, in the vernacular, it would be flipping them off and saying, you have no business here. Uh, but the problem is they, they're caught in this political thing to where they're trying to get uh, money. They're trying to get money so that they keep everything working so nothing gets out of balance. Nobody gets upset that, you know, the school isn't open because we don't have the money. You know, they're asking. Think about it, folks. When I was a kid, your mom and dad went and got you pencils and paper and your backpack and your clothes and all this stuff for the school season. You were ready to go. And now they're asking you, in addition to the taxes you pay, because they're going to hold your property hostage, they're going to put you in jail if you don't pay them, and all this other stuff, all this immorality that goes on as a result of not standing up for the law, they ask you to start giving the teachers scissors and, and, and pencils and pens and paper and all, provide all the stuff to even the teachers, stuff that parents used to do a long time ago. They're asking you to even do that. Instead of standing up, they're going after the money. Again, this goes every all of this corruption goes right back to money, somebody's money. And Lynn, <clears throat> I don't even think when we talk about this, when you say over 60 percent was going to sec- secondary education. Mm-hmm. Let's find out what that actually means. It doesn't mean it's going to educate people. I think it's just simply to keep the system running. That isn't doing anything but destroying us. It's destroying the next generation, and it's because the people simply will not listen to God and educate their own kids. Yeah, if you go to the particular website, it's uh, for the the Perkins Collaborative Resource Network. So didn't know that our government had that. But, yeah, if you look at the website address, it's careertecheducation.ed.gov. Well, that lets you know, okay, the government has control of education in yet another way. But this particular website, Tim, will give you a state profile. So if you really want to see how the money is broken down to keep this system going, it is all right there. In fact, that's where I got the over 60% went for secondary um um, education. And it'll tell you, okay, here's how it's broken down. It's going to people who are in the system, who are either in a correctional institution, juvenile justice, institutions that serve those with disabilities, anybody in the non-traditional sector, and anyone in a special population. So in other words, if we're going to get you in, if we can't get you in one way, we're going to get you in another way, okay? So just think about that. And so how does all this tie into that HR 6415? Well, I give you the really big point in the article, and here's the question. So how does DeVos' latest moves help continue the platform for this Inspired to Serve? Because it unites career tech education trade schools with community colleges for fast-tracking career paths geared toward ready reserves. And what are those? People certified with skills to work as civilians for the national greater good. So now we have nationalism, statism going on. Yeah, and by the way, let's just be clear about that. Nationalism 
when it's tied to the money issue, especially when it's being used unconstitutionally, when it's taken from somebody else and it's putting it somewhere else, that is national socialism. We call it Nazism. That's what Nazi is short for. You people need to understand it's not just about killing people, although that's a part of it. We're definitely seeing that. Uh, we're, we, we're waiting on the schedule to have Aaron uh, Marie, who was the nurse who came out and exposed what was going on in New York. We're, I was telling Lynn, we're, we're waiting on the schedule to have her come on the show. Hopefully that'll be by next week, I, I hope. But that is National Socialism. That is what we're seeing. I don't care if you like the comparisons to Hitler or not. I'm not trying to make those comparisons. I'm trying to make comparisons to the ideology of National Socialism. Because like it or not, even this president now promotes socialism, even though he says we won't be a socialist country. He just signed a bill two months ago for up to $4.2 trillion, some of which was buying out banks, corporations, not buying them out. It was uh, bailing them out. It was subsidizing them with your money and the money on the backs of your children. If you want to justify that and call yourself a Republican and point the finger at Democrats, you're a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. And it's all to gain control of your kids for the next generation because what they're doing is they're teeing this thing up, whether Trump gets elected in November or whether he, uh, whether he loses, the next guy that comes in... All of this is teed up for him to just advance the agenda even further than what it is now instead of putting a stop to it. And this is the problem. People would rather cheer on the political jersey than do what's right. And they say, Tim, you're a purist. This will Well, if more people were thought like this and acted like this, this wasn't, wouldn't be a thing of pointing the finger at me and say, you're a purist. It would be that we're righteous people and we want to do what is right before God. We want to do what the law allows. And I'm talking about the law of our creator. The problem is we're a wicked people. And because of that, we become a stupid people. Forgive me if I preach here. We become a stupid people, and we're turning our kids over to the judgment of God. Do you understand that, people? We're turning them over to the judgment of God. I don't see the judgment of God, Tim. I still have food in my house. I still have a house. I still have family. I'm relatively free. You're under a strong delusion, people. If you think like that, but I'll tell you this, what it's going to take, and what I've said all along, is when your belly's hungry... And you're under attack. When that happens, that's when you'll wake up. And unfortunately, it's too late by then. You're already in the black pot, the blo- the boiling black pot then. It's too late then. You've got to stand up now. And this is why I bring Lynn on. Lynn, I've said it over and over. Education is one of these things that people yawn at because it's not something that drives their attention. It's not something that's right the here and now. It's not the 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 fodder that gets put out, you know, on political junkie websites. That's not what it's it's about. And yet this is the very thing that's killing us. It's been killing us for decades because people have right. allowed the state to indoctrinate their kids instead of them putting their morals and their values, which should be, and their American morals and values, they should be biblical morals and values. I make no mistake. When you hear a politician say American morals and values and stuff like that, ask them, ask them what they mean. Ask them to define it. And I'll tell you what, if it isn't the Bible, 
It's something else that's anti-American and anti-Bible. That's just as simple as I can put it. But they spread that right. out as though everybody knows what it is, but everybody knows when they put this thing in, it becomes everything other than what the Creator gave us uh, to raise our families with. And, boy, I could go into, I can launch into a whole thing on education early on in America and how that's tied to the Bible, but I won't do that. I'll, I'll just point people, go to, go to the website and put in Education Liberty. Read my article on that uh, as to what we were in the first, and you look at what we are now. I mean, we're not even... Are we even in the top 10 in the world in education? I don't even know if we're there right now. No, I don't think we are. Um, But if you would go to that last image, it also has a map of the states, but it's more in black and white. Because we talked about this on Monday, but if folks didn't get to hear Mondays, I want them to see this. Okay, Okay, that's up. Yep. Okay. All right. So this HR six four one five and all the stuff that we've talked about that DeVos has been, you know, bragging about just in the past couple of days. This is going to further erode our naturally given freedoms, which our government was supposed to protect. Now, it's not just our children. You know, we've brought this up many, many times, Tim. It's not just our children. But look at how they've got us broken into three different groups, okay? Birth to seventeen must have public service curriculum and hours. This does not give a darn about what school choice because in the law, it's specifically, excuse me, in the bill, excuse me, it is not a law yet. It is a proposed bill. In this proposed bill, it specifically names public, private, and home schools, okay? No one's going to escape this. They're not supposed to. Then look at the 18 to 25-year-olds. They must have the previous birth to 17 uh public service hours and curriculum, and then have even more hours so that they can start earning national awards, okay? And then 26 and above, you're going to be serving somewhere or you're going to be reskilled to serve. Yeah, it's a, it's a, they have it all mapped out for you and your kids. That's what they do. That's, that's the simple thing. Um, there is something else too, Lynn, um, And I want to bring Mm -hmm. this in because I know we're talking about education, but I never I I don't want to lose a chance to uh, bring in something that I think would be would be helpful, maybe of shock value, if you will. And I know you saw this the other day when I posted it, but it's a short video because, again, it isn't to attack Trump. It's to help you see what's going on. That, that that is a that the Trump administration is part of the issue that's going on forward. They're not different from other administrations. They're just approaching it different. They're put they put a different storefront on what they're selling. And one of the things that people should be aware of now, they're really going. I think people who have not seen this are going to be shocked. I'm, I'm going to pull this up. So if it kicks off a little, okay. I'm going to pause it here so I don't get the lady doing what she's doing. How many, let me bring this up, really, let me bring this up, because I think people need to understand what's really going on here. So if you'll indulge me just for about a minute and a half, I'm going to play this. Sure. And I think this ties right in, because everybody thinks, well, Trump is waking us up. He's going to fight the bad guys. He's the light fighting the darkness. He's the good fighting the evil. Do you guys remember uh, Marina Abramovic, the spirit cooker? From the Podesta, Hillary, you know, stuff, emails a couple of years ago, back in 2016 that came out. The, I mean, she is, look, she is a practicing Satanist. That's what she is. Despite what she says, she is anti, 
God, the Yahweh, the true God, the true and living God, okay? Here's a video, and I want you to listen very carefully to what she says about things. Listen carefully. Here it goes, okay? And how how uh, their life is conducted or how what they're in support of. You know, I just to share with you one really funny opinion. But there is, a, in Lapland, there is a group of the... In the shamans there who do something called collective dreaming they will go together in seclusion and do the rituals with the, you know eating very little food and being in a, in in a, in a solitude for a long time and they will go and dream the dreams and the dream have to be collective same dream so coming out of this dream this once of the shaman told me that actually the best thing happened this in this planet right now is the trump to be the president I say, how is this possible? Is the best thing to happen? <laughs> he said, yes, because because he's so irrational, he's so crazy. That's actually create that awakening that we finally wake up. Because before it will be another guy and another guy and everything looks similar, but he's so different than anything else. So the, actually, he's the the magician who waking us up. What do you think about that? <laughs> that kind of theory. The magician that's waking us up now, Lynn. <laughs> What is his administration doing? Is it not continuing to funnel the putting us to sleep thing while they're advancing the same agenda as the administration before, as the administration before that, as the administration before that? I mean, is that not what they're doing? Oh, absolutely it is. And I think you were spot on when you said, you know, it's the same thing. They just put a different window on it. Okay? I really, I think that's right. But, you know, let me go back to DeVos's second press release for just a second as far as topic, okay? She's sitting there bragging about we have six more states who've signed up, you know, to uh, have their state do all this alignment for education and labor, you know, career tech education. That also encompasses STEM. So don't think it's just career tech education. No, this this goes into STEM as well. And as we know, STEM is part of the United Nations. But here's what our, our states are pledging to do, okay? And this is from a 2018 article that I wrote about how Congress just loves career tech education. In fact, Representative Fox from here in North Carolina has eloquently stated that all education is career tech education. And if you listened to one of the press releases that was read this morning, that was coming through loud and clear that all education needs the career tech education. So anyway, here, here's, what our pled, uh, here's what our states are pledging to do. Number one, make career and technical education more responsive to the labor market by enlisting employers as lead partners. There you go with your public-private partnerships, Tim. Number two, raise the threshold for quality career pathways. And number three, make career readiness a high priority in the state's accountability system. Now, that accountability means that the states have to go and beg Betsy DeVos to please approve what they're doing because, after all, you know, she's the one who hands out the money. Well, I don't need my state to go, um, you know, act like a kid and go run to the federal government as mommy and go, oh, mommy, look what I did. Ooh, see, I did good. Can I please have my reward now? We don't need that. That's not supposed to be happening. And this career readiness is what uh, Common Core, when it supposedly died, which it never did, that's how it got rebranded was college and career readiness. Right. I No, I, I completely agree. This is a deception of the people. And ultimately, guys, 
They want to go. What Lynn is trying to say in all of this is they're going after your kids. You're in it too. They're going after you, but they're going after your kids. And there is the thing is this, the the remedy to this is so simple, Lynn. It really is simple. Do what God said. The jurisdiction of educating your kids is yours. It is not the state's. It is not the federal government's. It is your. It is your jurisdiction. Quit pointing at, this is what they want you to do. They want you to get in the fight over, well, the Democrats are trying to push this. Well, the Republicans are trying to, they're trying to get you into that argument, which our founding fathers warned us about. It's an evil system. The American system of government, the, the form of government, let me change that. The form of government that our founders laid down was simple principle. And it was to allow the sovereign states to make their laws that were dealing with morality, and the states enforced that. You commit murder, it was a state issue that took that out. If you commit sodomy, it was a state issue that that was taken out. If you commit theft, it was the states who dealt with that. Okay? And they were supposed to deal with it according to biblical law. And if you go back in time, you'll see that many of the laws that were written and the just punishments for those laws that were written cited Scripture. They didn't cite the Quran. They didn't cite the Bhagavad Gita. They didn't cite... You know, any of the other Buddhist translations, uh, or Buddhist writings, the Hindu writings, they didn't cite anybody else. They cited Scripture, Old and New Testament. That's what they did. And what we've done is we've moved away from that. We have become a humanistic, Marxist society and government. And some people won't like this. This all started under Abraham Lincoln. That's who it started under. I know you think, oh, he freed the slaves. The Republican Party was... No, they weren't. That's not what it was. Do some real history, not the indoctrination you were given by the winners of the war. Do some real history there. And when you see this, this all lies in your hands, people. You have the power to correct all of this. You have the power to change it if you just act and do what God has called you to do. Uh, Lynn, we got about 30 seconds here. Tell people where they can find out more about you, your writings, and uh, and be able to follow some of the things that you put out. Oh, CommonCoreDiva.com. That's me. Um, on Twitter and Facebook as well, uh, USA.life, MeWe, and Local Activist. Okay. Oh, All right. and the Breaking News Journal um, yep. TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell, tell people about that real quickly. you got about 15 seconds. Tell people about that. Okay, if you have Roku or Fire Stick, go to Breaking uh, News Journal, and Common Core Diva Channel is there. You can subscribe and help support that way. All right. Lynn, we appreciate you so much. She came on on Monday, a special edition here. She gave her time. She's getting up early. Folks, if you want to support Lynn, do so. Go to CommonCoreDiva.com. There's a button there you can support her with. And uh, and don't forget us, too. If you're able to support it, I know some of you are struggling, but if you're able to support us, do so. 23 Hours will be back with you on Thursday. See ya.